0: Welcome, everybody, to Bible Prophecy Radio. I'm your host, Albert Hardy. Today, I want to talk about Iran and Saudi Arabia and the whole Middle East. What's happening over there? Are you watching it? I suggest you do. I suggest we all do and pay attention to the news from that area is Iran building nuclear weapons? Who is the beast of Revelation? Who is Mystery Babylon the Great? Let's see if we can answer some of this. Let's go to chapter 17 of the book of Revelation. Here's what it says, Chap- or verse 1. And there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials, or bowls, and talked with me saying unto me, Come here, and I will show you the judgment of the great harlot that sits upon many waters, or many nations. Now, we're trying to identify who that is. With whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. Now, what, pray tell, is fornication anyway? Well, it's idolatry. It's idolatry. It's not just sex out of wedlock or sex without commitment. Even though the word uh, fornication comes from comes to us from the Greek. It's P O R N E U O Pornuo or Pornuo actually in the Greek from which we get our term pornography. But it's not just pornography. It's having another God before the true God. It's saying to God, we don't want what you've got. We want to do it our way. That's idolatry. So what would the oil or the wine of her fornication be? Hmm... Well, what makes them wealthy? What what gives them something they deem valuable that takes place of God Himself? Hmm. Can you imagine? Oil, oil. That's what the Middle East has. And look at Saudi Arabia. Mercedes-Benzes covered with diamonds. Play, you know, made out of metal that is gold. Hello? Does anybody really need that? Can you drive down through the desert in one of those and and achieve something? No, it's just for show. Like, you're wealthy. Okay, fine. You're wealthy. That's the fornication I'm talking about. They're having another God before the real true one and only God, Jehovah. The one and only YHVH, the Lord, the God of heaven and earth, our Creator and our soon coming King. Verse 3 So he carried me away in the Spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet colored beast, full of the names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. Now, these, I believe, are regimes. Verse 4, And the woman was arrayed in purple, signifying honor, and scarlet color. And I believe that probably sing uh, um, represents whoredom. And decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. What would that be? Well, it would be murdering people, lopping off their hands and heads, and doing all kinds of filthy, evil things with human beings. Um, The trade, the sex trade, and so forth. Slavery, anybody? Verse 5, and upon her uh, forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and the abominations of the earth. Who could that be? Hmm, I wonder. And I saw a woman drunken with the blood of the saints. Now, who would that be? Who kills more Christian and Christians and Jews than anybody else on earth? Well, I think you know. And with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great wonder, astonishment, in other words. Verse 7, And the angel said unto me, Why did you marvel? I will tell you the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carries her, which has the seven heads and ten horns, the beast that you saw, what, uh, which was and is not. That's an interesting way to put things and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit of history, in other words, and come back to life, and then go into perdition. Interesting. And they that dwell on the earth shall wonder, whose names were not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world, When they behold the beast that was and is not and yet shall come. In the medieval times, the Catholic Church tried to destroy Islam. They tried to get rid of every last one of them, but they couldn't do it. And it came back to life. And now it's taking over Europe. We used to think that it was going to be the United States of Europe versus Russia or the United States or something that was going to cause World War III. Now, Europe is becoming Islamic. They're outpopulating the the people that were there, the Baltic peoples. They're being replaced by Islam. Verse 9, and here, why, why? Because they have eight and nine kids per wife. And some of them have two or three wives, maybe more. So you can see how easily, since the Europeans only have one or less, actually a little less than one on the average per couple, how easily they are going to do this. They won't have to fire a shot. Here is the mind, verse 9, that has wisdom, the seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits, which represent governments, in my view, based on other scriptures in the Old Testament. And there are seven kings, five are fallen, and one still is, and the other is not yet come. And when he does come, he must continue for a short time. Verse eleven, and the beast that was and is not, even he is the eighth and is of the seven and goes into perdition, which in my view is permanent death jeremiah fifty one verses thirty nine and fifty seven please look that up jeremiah thirty nine fifty or i'm sorry jeremiah fifty one verses thirty nine and fifty seven They shall sleep a permanent sleep and not awake, a perpetual sleep and not awake, says the Lord. That's in essence what it says. Read it for yourself. Verse 12, the ten horns which you saw are ten kings, bingo, and have received no kingdom as yet, but will receive power and authority as kings for a little while or one hour with the beast. These have one mind, and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. These shall make war with the Lamb, that's Jesus, that is his return, obviously. But the Lamb shall overcome them, for he is Lord of lords and King of kings. That, uh, Let's see. And they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. That's what we as Christians Strive to be called, chosen, and faithful. We wouldn't be a Christian if we weren't called to be one by God himself. At least that's my point of view. Verse 15, And he said unto me, The waters which you saw, where the whore sits, are peoples, multitudes, nations, and tongues. What more proof do you want that this mountain is A government. It's a government over nations and multitudes of peoples and many languages. That's what it says there in verse 15 to me. And the ten horns which you saw upon the beast, these shall hate the whore, and shall make her desolate and naked, and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire. Well, to me, this means that there are two factions, the Shiites and the Sunnis, which cannot get along. And this is actually predicting that right here. The ten horns which you saw upon the beast, these shall hate the harlot, even though they're part of Islam. It's a different faction of Islam. Verse 17, For God will put it in their hearts to fulfill his will, and to agree, and, get this, give their kingdom unto the beast. Did you get that? Until the words of God shall be fulfilled. The beast is an Islamic confederation. It's not one man at all. We just thought it was. But, you know, in reality, no, it's a confederation. All these kingdoms give their power unto the beast. Verse 17. Verse 18. And the woman which you saw is that great city, Babylon, which reigns over the kings of the earth. Chapter 18, verse 1. And after these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, or authority, and the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become the habitation of devils, and the hold of every foul spirit, and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. For all nations have drunk the wine of the wrath of her fornication, which we've already explained is oil, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, done trading anybody, and done uh, things under the table that should not be done. And the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies, or by the power of her wantonness, says in the margin. Verse 4, chapter 18, Revelation And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins, that you receive not of her plagues. For her sins have reached unto heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. Reward her even as she rewarded you, and double unto her, double according to her works. In the cup which she has filled, fill to her double. How much she has glorified herself, and lived deliciously, waxed wanton. So much torment and sorrow give her, for she has said in her heart, I sit a queen, and I am no widow, and I will never see sorrow. I will see no sorrow. Verse 8. Therefore, her plagues shall come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she shall be utterly burned with fire. For strong is the Lord God who judges her. And the kings of the earth, verse 9, who have committed fornication and live deliciously or wantonly with her shall bewail her and lament her when they see the smoke of her burning. Haven't we seen more of that in the 34th chapter of Isaiah? Go there, the chapter 34 of Isaiah. Not going to go there right now, but you can do that on your own and read it. Scary stuff, let me tell you, but it tells you what this smoke of her burning is. Verse 10, standing afar off for the fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour your judgment has come, and the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her, for no man buys her merchandise any more. See End of it. And the merchandise of gold and silver, precious stones, pearls, fine linen, purple, silk, scarlet, and all kinds of wood, citron wood. Uh, I believe is what that word thion, uh, wood, means. And all manner vessels of ivory, and all manner vessels of precious wood, brass, iron, marble, cinnamon, odors, ointment, frankincense, wine, and oil. It plainly says oil, right there. Verse 13, chapter 18 of Revelation. And the fruits that you, that your life lusted after are departed from you, and all things which are dainty and goodly are departed from you, and you shall find them no more at all. The merchants of these things which were made rich by her shall stand afar off for fear of her torment, weeping and wailing." Verse 16, and saying, Alas, alas, that great city that was clothed in fine linen and purple and scarlet and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, for in one hour so great riches has come to nothing. And every shipmaster and all the company and ships and sailors, as many as trade by the sea. Well, how do you think the oil gets to America from there? By sea. They can't ship it by airplane, it's too heavy. They stood afar off and cried when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What city is like unto this great city? And now it's on fire and burning down to the ground. They shall cast dust on their heads. Who does that? The Islamic peoples, and cried, weeping and wailing, saying, Alas! Alas, that great city, wherein we were made rich, or uh, wherein were made rich all that had ships in the sea, by reason of her costliness—in other words, her value, her her oil. For in one hour she is made desolate. Rejoice over her, you heavens, and you holy saints and apostles and prophets, for God has avenged you, and judgment is come upon her. Verse 21, And a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence that great city Babylon be thrown down and shall be found no more at all. And the voice of harpers and musicians and pipers and trumpeters shall no more be heard at all in you, no craftsman whatsoever craft he may have. Will not be found there any more, and the sound of the millstone shall not be heard in you at all any more. Verse 23 And the light of a candle shall no more shine in you, and the voice of the bridegroom and the bride shall not be heard in you. For your merchants were the great men of the earth, and by their sorceries, or their trickery, or their drugs, or their pornography, Etc. 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 Were all nations deceived. Verse twenty four, and in her was found the blood of the prophets and of the saints, and of all that were slain upon the earth. And that's the end of chapter eighteen. And that's where we're going to stop for today. Go to my website if you would. I tell why. That's I. The letter I. Tell. T-E-L-L-Y-W-H-Y dot com. You can read more about these things there. But until next time, realize that there is a day of trouble coming, but there is a Savior who's going to save the earth alive, set up a kingdom, and rule from Jerusalem forever. Then we'll be home. Then everything will turn around and become wonderful again, and maybe for the very first time. So until next time, this is Albert Hardy. Have a great day, and keep looking to Jesus.